Hi, welcome to Clitterly Speaking, the podcast. I'm Michelle Doherty. And I'm Emily Lane. We are BFFs dedicated to bringing you conversations between girlfriends over a bottle of wine. Oh, I am so excited about the wine part. Oh, me too. So pull up a chair, grab your glass, and let's get talking. Hey, 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 Emily. How are you? Hey, 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 Michelle. I am doing really well. We are in the throes of the holiday season, which, of course, everyone knows I love. And I'm just, I'm really happy You're to be back here. You're just beaming with all kinds I of know. bright light and almost sparkling like a, like a Christmas tree, you know? <laughs> exactly. The chasing lights around you. Exactly. Oh, I love it. This, this, this season of sparkling lights and champagne and... All my favorite things. So here we a are. Little, a little nip in the air. Yeah. Uh, you know, some snow that's melted and now, you know, we'll get some more. I know. You know all those Love great it. things. How know. are you? I'm good. I'm doing real well. You know, I am going to be leaving the country I... pretty soon, just like around the corner, heading off to Dublin. I've been looking online and checking out the the tours I want to take. There's a, um, a mystery, like... Like the underside, you know, like more like all the great crimes have taken place, you know, um, that's a good one. And then another tour I'm looking into is a literary tour, you Ooh. know, like where the the writers were inspired oh, yeah. and, and stuff like that. Oh, that, that sounds that. wonderful. And then just, I just need to drink Guinness and Jameson. And uh-huh. It doesn't really matter, right? It's a given. <laughs> That's right. Um, so what I, I'm really excited, though, about this episode is that it's kind of like, you know, it's toward the end. Of, it's, it's the end of a decade. It's, you know, at the end of 2019. It's yeah. it's you and me and, and Denise again. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, like a little sort of, you know, Bringing it in, making yeah. you know back to you know the 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 core, and just having a having a, just like nice like family time here. It's our family holiday time. It's right, great. right. Just like a little, you know, it's like a a, a reset in a way before mm-hmm. we're launched into twenty twenty. We're around the Yule log on the the video screen. <laughs> we are. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pull up Netflix here. We can have the fire <laughs> right. going on my computer, and that'll get us really in the mood. But um, yeah, it just, it feels nice. It feels um, safe. It does. I love it. I I thank you ladies for, for coming here today. And I have a really wonderful bottle of wine for us. Since this is a special occasion, we know that the three of us don't get to sit and do this often enough. Well, we don't record it often <laughs> enough because we do get to sit around well, and chit-chat and drink fair wine. Point. Fair and unfor- point. Unfortunately, we don't have a, a recorder with us at all times because there's been some doozies out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, tell think- us about our wine we're drinking. Yeah, so we're we're going to Burgundy, my favorite region, and we're doing a white Burgundy day today. And um, I, I kind of... I think that we've actually had wine from this producer in the past, but this would be a new year. So this is the uh, Les Parties is this particular um, line within this producer. Um, it is 100% Chardonnay. The maker is, uh, oh my goodness, uh, I think picture worthy because I'm not going to be able to pronounce it quite well. But Guimard Clerc. Um I, you know, I've I've always loved this producer. I've loved the Le Partie um, label, 
And uh, I'm excited to experience what 2018 has to bring. I remember being enamored by 2016, liking 2017. So far on the nose on the 2018, I'm feeling this is pretty promising. I, you know, on the nose, I'm getting kind of the the great joys that I love in, in a lot of the burgundies. I'm getting, you know, that kind of spirit spicy oak you know it's really a complex um spiciness and you know butter and some minerality i'm getting some light some lime zest on this and white flowers and then if you get your nose in there a little bit further because everyone knows i like to get my face in it um i'm getting some ripe apple like i think this is really lovely now i haven't really pulled out the tasting notes yet but i know there's a lot here to enjoy so, um, this is a delightful, delightful mm-hmm. glass of wine, and I am already drank half as much more than <laughs> you guys have. Um, but I, I was thinking to myself, this doesn't Some taste like a Chardonnay because it doesn't have all that oakiness to it. And then you're like, but I smell oak. So mm-hmm. if I put my nose really into the glass, did you guys hear me? That mm-hmm. I can smell just a tiny, tiny whiff oh, yeah. of oak, but I don't taste it. Mm, yeah, I get the oak and the butter and you the like, apricot. And, oh, I yeah. The other stuff, but I just don't taste the. I don't. So, did you get any spicy? Must be, like, must be the banana chips I ate before this. <laughs> <laughs> Think about the like baking spices. When I'm talking spiced oak, that's what I'm talking about. Like baking spices, like you know, like cinnamon and clove and nutmeg and a little little blend and like you know, put in some sort of holiday souffle. Like that's what I'm thinking. You lost me after Le Partie. <laughs> and and Guillaume. Le Partie. It's a party. It's a party in my glass. Yeah. Well, I, again, you know, I think probably after we've done the, the show for like 10 years, I'll be able to maybe... Yeah, maybe people taste what you got, what you can describe, um, but it is delightful and it smells great. It doesn't to me. It doesn't taste. I was surprised when it was a Chardonnay because I was like, it doesn't taste like a Chardonnay because I have I have the California Chardonnay on the brain. I've been conditioned that that's what a Chardonnay is supposed to taste like. Mm-hmm. Oh well, but this yeah. Is, I mean, come on, yeah. I'm. I like bur- you said. I've been conditioned. Yeah. Burgundy does Chardonnay, right? As does, I mean, this is Champagne region. I mean, Champagne region commonly uses the either Chardonnay grape or the Pinot Noir grape. So, what's the know, price point on this? You're going to be happy, but not like dancing out of your seats happy. Okay, it's twenty four ninety nine. So this is at the top end of our budget. This is a special occasion budget bottle, which is why I brought it's it here today. It's the end of a decade bottle, That's right. right? This is this is this is leaving twenty twenty, going in twenty. Oh, or no, wait, <laughs> wait. What year are we in? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, going into twenty twenty. How much have you had to drink? I know. Whew, I'm just that excited. So and uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it is delightful. So I twenty four ninety nine. You know, I've I've bought it's other good. bottles that are more expensive than that. You've it, had worse bottle shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have, and it's. Uh, I, I, I now am blushing. You can't tell, but I am blushing about it. Um, but I, yeah, I, I'm embarrassed to say that I've already drank half the glass that Emily has poured. Um, it's quite yummy, so, and I think we've yeah. had this guy before because that label looks familiar. Yeah. Yeah, we, um, we've featured this producer in the Le Partie before. So yeah. cheers, ladies, and cheers, cheers. happy end of a decade, end of a year. 
and welcoming into the new year. So yeah. let's let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, this is a lot to process. We've we've um, in in a decade, a lot can change in one's life, and I think we've all really oh transformed. And what's cool about thinking about this 2020, not 2021, um, is that I I kind of feel like we're all really starting to go where our dreams have been like our dreams have been laying laying this out and we're all like on this path now which is amazing so let's let's talk a little bit about where we've come from where we're going well yeah yeah so like 2009 I was turning 40 I still had three children at home um I had uh, gone on an extreme diet and had lost quite a bit of weight so I was getting a lot of attention from a lot of male suitors. I was enjoying myself. I was going to um, to see this band play um, that I a super jam. They've you know been been around for ten years now, and and meeting friends and just like I was having a, a fantastic time. I thought, oh my god, my forties are wonderful, right? You were partying. I was partying. <laughs> partying. Party. <laughs> However, my my wine my wine selections were you know more uh, like I've said before, volume versus versus quality. Um, and you know, I learned I learned at that point in time why people drink vodka. I was like, wow, because you just have no sugar in vodka, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, my th- this decade has been an interesting one. You know, I've had two kids graduate from high school, one from college, another one's almost done. Um, you know, I've dated, broken up, mm-hmm. recovered from that. You recovered um, from cancer. Recovered from cancer. Wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Had one of my very best friends in my whole life find me again on Facebook. You know, which means I get to go to Sweden and visit her, and she's going to be coming in the spring. Too. Yeah, so, your international yes. travel sphere has really opened up. Has you know, so so this decade has been it's been good, um, very good. But the podcast has has launched mm-hmm. in in this decade. Uh, you know, I've met Denise. I met you. Um, but I am very excited because, like you said, things have aligned and and it's like the the really, really cool people are in my life to take us and me to um, to places I can only like I've only dreamed of, right. you know we have we have podcast travel coming up mm-hmm. in the new year. We're going to Mexico. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. we're going to go to Mexico. We're going to do some episodes there. We have mm-hmm. been invited, recommended to go to Me- to Las Vegas mm-hmm. to do shows. Right. You know, um, we have an incredible listenership growing in Australia. France. So we have new listeners in France. In France and in Spain. And I, yeah. I, I can... You know, and and our listenership continues to grow in the United States and and our cities. Um, so exciting! I, it's exciting, and yeah. we're in charge of it. Yeah, you know. That's, that's so right. so that kind of gives a little bit of uh, you know my just a little snapshot on mm-hmm. what this last decade has meant to yeah. me. Yeah, you know, it's powerful. What about you guys? Do jump in. I'm not the only <laughs> one that talks on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Denise. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's weird to think back, right? So 2009, I 
just bought a house. So it was great. And that was in Phoenix, right? It was in Phoenix, yeah. So I was in Phoenix at the time working, producing a lifestyle show. Um, Yeah, just getting over the death of a boyfriend, which was tragic and horrible, but bought a house and kind of moved through all of that. Moved across the country, so I went from Phoenix to New York and started a job there and, like, reacclimated to, like, this urban living, which I'd never done before. Did you love that? I did kind of yeah. love it. I mean, it's exhausting and exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, constantly having to sort of, like, be on your game and, like, aggressive and assertive in every possible situation. Everything's mm-hmm. negotiation, right? Like, even, like, getting across the street is a negotiation. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Or yeah. you just have to jam your way through, right? And yeah. so, like, I'm just not that person. I mean, I can do it, and I did it for four years. Um, but then also, okay, so then, like, after New York, like, moving halfway back across the country again. So, like, a cross-country move, a half-country move, um, going out on my own, quitting a job, starting a business, yeah. starting several businesses. All right. <laughs> getting yeah. hooked up with us. Getting hooked up with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had, you know, a new pet. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's so I much. have a cat now, too. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean to ask you about him. I know. Yeah. I mean, like, I've always been, I've always had a dog, right? Dog, mm-hmm. I have two dogs. But now the the decade is ending and I have a cat. There mm-hmm. you go. Wow. Yeah. And he's a cutie. He's been coming to work with me. Oh, yeah. is he doing yes. well with that? He's doing great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, ha- I work in a pet-friendly building. And so while my son has been out of town at his father's, I've been taking um, Salem to the office so he would have time with a human being. And he loves it because he'll get up in the window and look out. And, you know, we're just, um, you know, we're very blessed to have that that building that I'm in. Yeah, I, my, my, my office has changed locations. Everything's good. You know? do, you, do you have Kitty Xanax? For Salem? Uh, yeah. No. Do I need to have Kitty Xanax? No, I mean, if he's fine, then I'd yeah, go with it. Yeah, he transports okay. fine. I have a yeah. friend in, in Paris who owns a violin shop, and he rides his motorcycle to work every day, and he's up in Montmartre, and then he, he's on Rue de Rome right there, you know, and he he brings his cat um, in with him, and he has one of those backpacks that has, like, a window oh, in yes, it. Yes, those are great. It, yeah, and, I mean, the cat you should get one of those. just <laughs> fine, and, you know, it's— it's a wonderful, wonderful yeah. cat. But, you know, something like my cats, boy, they did not transport well. So yeah. it's— Oh, you had cats before? Oh, my gosh. I had—I had the best cats. Mr. Tibbins. Does Iggy Pup know about this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Iggy Pup met both uh, Seuss okay. and uh, and Mr. Tibbins. Mr. Tibbins had a long, long life. Okay. Um, I had him for eight years—eighteen years. He had—he was a couple years old or more when I, when I adopted him— very dog-like. He, like, hung on my shoulder like a little monkey. Uh-huh. You know, just um, always had a seat at the kitchen table, like, would sit at dinner, you know, like a polite little gentleman, have dinner, <laughs> you know, just very, very wonderful cat. And Seuss was the shy one, but also lovely. But, okay. yeah, I love cats. I've, I've started kind of missing them a little bit. Well, yeah, I think you've got some cats sitting in your future. I'm got right. Two <laughs> yeah. potential opportunities yeah. right here. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I did not mean to, you know, take over and hijack your story, Denise. No. Your story. So you moved back halfway that in, and, and got a pet. Because well, you didn't I have mean, a the, pet the, in, Cal- the, in um, Phoenix? Well, I had two cats that made it made the trip to New York and then all the way back here with me. But now I'm just down to one. But oh, it's okay. Okay. You, okay. you know, one had been very sick since I purchased got him not purchased he's given to me (laughs) Mm. 
So yeah, he did. He did not make it, unfortunately. So now we're just down to one, and he's perfectly happy to be the only one. So it's all, <laughs> all good. His, all your attention's on him. All the attention, all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and how do you feel about moving into the next decade here in the middle of the country? Um, I'm good. I love it. I'm kind of you know with Emily on this one, you know, and and you as well. Like where I feel like things are starting to just sort of solidify a little bit, you know. It's sort of you know I'm a big follower of astrology and everything that everyone has been saying for this year is just it's been this. It's a building phase, right? So Uh we're building on the ground and we're building up high and we're sort of like everything is building, building, building. And it's like this infrastructure and foundation. And then as we get into the next year, you know, it's going to grow and kind of flourish and expand like a little flower. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And I feel that, you know, I mean, they can say it all they want, but if you don't feel like it's happening, then that's a different story. But I feel like it is happening. I think it's happening to myself, people around me on a lot of, on a lot of levels. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel a little bit like life is a little bit like a Rubik's cube, you know, and it's like, you're trying to get all those, all those, um, colors aligned. Exactly. And, and I definitely think that, you know, when I, you know, like going into adulthood, like all of those colors on every side was just jambled, like it like mixed up, you know, and, and then through each decade, I've gotten a little bit better about aligning them up. And, and now like, I can see it. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's almost there. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, that's not to say that everything, I expect everything to be perfect and for, you know, uh, but I really do, I'm starting to see the alignment of things. And, and, and that's quite a, a joy after, you know, the last decade, I've made a lot of transitions. I, um, you know, I've had a lot of moves like, like Denise, you've mentioned, I've moved four times and I, um, had, I went through a, a very painful divorce and I left a career job that I was, you know, had been invested, invested in and, I started a lot of companies. <laughs> I can't even count how many companies I've invested in and started and lost a lot and learned a lot and gained a lot, you know. And um, some of the things that I've enjoyed the most are just really diving into the things that give me the greatest joy, you know, playing music and my friendships and food and wine and um, fashion and art, you know, really diving into those things that I consider to be at my core, which at the beginning of this decade were long lost. Like I was not at all celebrating those sides of me. And so by um, bringing those into the core center of my life, I've been able to really shape this existence that um, brings that like I'm excited <laughs> about, you know. So I have a lot of... Um, I, I'm thrilled about what I see in the future for us as friends, for what we're doing with our venture here, but also like just what's happening on a personal level. I, I, I think every day is going to be meaningful. That's what more oh, can we I, ask I, for? Yeah, I, I think every day has all, has been meaningful. Yeah. You know, it's just whether or not you we, we recognize the meaning. Oh, you know, yeah. and now that you know that the older, wiser, of course, you know, we recognize that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I. I'm touched by the fact that, you know, 10 years ago, Emily, that you said that you didn't have, you know, the music and all that was mm-hmm. off to the wayside. And to think of, like, how fast, you know, in, in yeah. 10 years, and probably less than 10 years, really. True. How right. how it, 
if anybody in St. Louis were to meet you and uh, like just out of the blue, hi, you know, they would not know that it was never a part of you. And that's not the wrong words. They would, I mean, they would think that that has been you all the time. Right. And like, and I can't imagine you not having music, art, fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that just seems foreign. Right. So what's cool is you are living who you are, you know, like your authentic self yeah. is, is really um, present. Yeah. It's come alive. I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've let that. It's been released. Yes, exactly. It's no longer suppressed to fit some mold you were trying to live in before. Um, And, and, you know, I'm I'm assuming that's what you were trying to do. Yeah, you know, and I, and I, and like, and I hate to put, and looking back, you know, I think for me, like retrospectively, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I think life is a lot of work and, um, I think the last ten years, it's 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 definitely whew, it's been you know it's working through things as we all have, but I actually think that the ten years prior to that was much more difficult because I was suppressing so much of myself, you know, and so even though I had other comforts, I, I couldn't appreciate them because. I was so uncomfortable with not really. I would agree with yeah. you there. I look back to 1999 to 2009 or, you know, I was, I started the, that decade married with two children, ended the decade divorced with three children. Mm-hmm. Lots of growth in that. Lots of growth. Yeah. Um Lots of sadness, lots of tears. Yeah. Um, lots of this isn't the life that I I thought I was going to be living. I guess what's going to be on my tombstone, you know? Well, at least she kept a clean house, you know, things like that. <laughs> right. That's what I. That's where I was, and so um, the fact that you too were, you know, the two thousand to two thousand and ten were experiencing that kind mm-hmm. of um, transition growth, transition, yeah. you know. Um, challenges uh that you know to face um probably set us up for I think so to uh, 2010 2020 <laughs> right. it set us up to be stronger at what the obstacles we started to face in that decade so i think yeah, by like true. next decade we're going to be like hear us know, roar <laughs> we're, yeah we're going to be on mountaintops <laughs> i know my my grandmother um i remember so when when the announcement had been officially made that um, I was going to be getting a divorce, and um, it was right at did Christmas you, time. Did you get, like, embossed cards for, done for that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, gold, gold foil leaf on them. Honey, honey, confetti. Yeah. Confetti pops out of the envelope. <laughs> which, which, which announcement cards should we buy for our divorce? Because yeah. I want to make a statement. Well, to make sure you're happy. <laughs> One final hurrah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, That would have been such a better idea. We could start a company on that. (laughs) Let's start another one. Michelle would like to announce that she is no longer going to be stuck with that guy she married 23 (laughs) years ago. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And these are their separate addresses. The pool is over. (laughs) Whoever had 23 years wins. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) 
<laughs> and that that would be kind of like a like a really morbid thing to do at people's weddings is to start going and gathering pool bets on how long they're going to stay married. <laughs> that might be frowned upon. <laughs> I might off only, to the side. Off I to might the side. only be invited to one wedding, you know, and and none in the future. <laughs> right. Oh my god. So anyway, you were saying. Well, when the announcement was made, when the announcement was made, it was you know it was during the holidays, which is so interesting to me. My parents had separated right during the holidays, and maybe that's why I work so like I I'm adamant about loving the holidays because I've had some of the greatest hardships during the holidays. So anyway, um, I picked up my grandmother who lived 45 minutes away from me and picked her up to bring her to Christmas dinner at my mom's house and. This was the very first, this was just days after, like, my now ex and I were like, okay, we're not spending Christmas together. We're not spending any Christmases together. Were you still living in the same house? We were. That had to be a a bit tough. It was Like, like the reality of that situation, like, sinking in and then actually going Mm -hmm. separate ways. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. And I remember I picked my grandmother up, and, and we had this really nice drive um, through the country to my mom's house. And, you know, I told my grandmother what was happening and she just, she was like, Emily, there's just, there's a, a lifetime of tears, you know, and these are the moments that really shape and make us because we, we learn you know, mm-hmm. what to do with those tears. And I was just, I was so profound, you yeah. know. I yeah. thought she was going to be disappointed I was getting a divorce and all these other things. And 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 instead, she she just found the perfect thing to say to me, you know. Yeah. And you felt better about your decision. Totally. Knowing yeah. that you had the support of your family. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's fabulous. Yeah. That's fabulous. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's exciting. No divorces <laughs> in this new decade. No marriages you know, either. No mar- <laughs> <laughs> you got, you have to have the marriages to get the divorce. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a facts kind of girl, you know. Right, I, I right. know that that's how that goes. Good, um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's like thankfully there haven't been. I mean, there there have been for me. There have been heartbreaks and you know breakups and why the hell would, did I think that was a good idea? Situations. Um, but uh, and this is all giving you good fodder for improv, for improv, <laughs> for podcasts, yes. you know, for all of that kind of stuff, you know, to find the outlet that makes me the happiest, you know, yeah, um, you know, I de- I definitely feel like the next decade and beyond is going to be even more fun, um, because my children are grown ish. Mm-hmm. You know, I have the one. I have one left at home, but he, you know, he will be off on his Such own. Such a great kid. Within you know, yeah, early days of the new decade, um, and and like now I get to live the life that I want to live. Mm-hmm. You know, except for the dogs and the cat. <laughs> you know, got to keep what? me something to keep me tethered I, to the did ground. You, yeah. Did you catch that she said her cat was twenty one when? Wow. Had, yeah. So, no. and Salem is two. Right. Well, 18. You had him right, right. 18 years, right, Mr. Tibbins? Yeah. And he was a couple years old. Right. So I'm just saying. So that, oh, that's like, two that's, decades. You've got 21 years with this cat. <laughs> you've got 18 years with this cat. You know, I'm, ho- I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that it'll be a situation where William will um, take 
Salem with him when mm-hmm. he moves out. Mm-hmm. And because, and, you know, I think Salem really is William's cat. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. But I'm, but yeah, like for the first time in the almost 30 years, the life that I'm going to live is going to be yours, mine. Mm-hmm. And how beautiful that, like, you now have the wisdom and experience to actually do it in the way that and you know, like, you know now, like, what yeah. you want to do, right? Yeah, I feel I like do. in your twenties, you have that, you have that option, but you don't have the knowledge to even know what to do with how it, to make right? it happen, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, ladies, mm-hmm. we have empty glasses, and so not only. Do we want to make sure our glasses are always full moving into the next decade? But we need full glasses to talk about what's happening for us in the next sure, decade. Sure. So let's take a brief pause. And let's fill these glasses up, Emily. <laughs> Quick, right. get on it, get on it. <laughs> Le party. <laughs> Michelle, I am so excited. We have a new sponsor. I know, Emily. We're thrilled to bring them on board as partners here at Clearly Speaking the Podcast. It's a great group of people. It's worry-free marketing. Uh-huh. And, you know, I discovered them many years ago when I first moved to St. Louis. I was doing a lot of independent consulting work at that time. And this company was my go-to resource whenever I knew a company needed a new website or website work. They needed help in that digital world, yeah. driving good prospects to their website through yeah. AdWords, Facebook campaigns, whatnot. They just did a great job. And I love those guys. So they're a sponsor for us and they're like our social media Uber partners, fans. right? Exactly. I mean, I mean, this is like a really great resource for us. I mean, you have done an incredible job with your phone and your <laughs> iPad and your laptop, you know, putting things together. But it's nice when you can have a team behind you. That's right. I mean, because things happen more quickly when you have a team versus trying to do it all by yourself. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's its own specialty. Marketing is such a tough thing and to do a really good job at it. I mean, I'm a visual person, a creative person. So I've I've done the best when that I can, but you know. But and the nice thing when you get to a point in a business and you realize, hey, I I need to bring somebody on, if you Mm -hmm. reach out to a company like Worry Free Marketing and then you bring them on board, you are not going to be disappointed at all with the resources, with the research, with the analysis that they give you. With the strategy. You know, um, and we are so blessed to have them on board here at Clearly Speaking the Podcast. I'm very excited about this relationship. I know. Isn't it wonderful? It's great. So they can reach Worry Free at? Worryfreemarketing.com. And uh, you can always yeah, click we'll make... on the link from our website too. That's absolutely right. All right. So thank you, Worry Free. You've definitely helped us be worry free. And we're back. We are. We I, all my know. Nose in the glass I know, again. I know. Isn't there more pineapple coming out now that's warmed up? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it just smells so good. I don't know if it's pineapple or if it's. You know, yesterday's, you know, sneaker, it just smells fabulous. I I know that the next decade I want more of this. Mm. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you see? What's happening, ladies? What's on your vision board? 
I see lots more international travel. Mm-hmm. I see um, an ability to uh, remove things that are financially stressful. As children finish college, <laughs> that's a given. Um, you know, becoming, um, uh, this is going to sound, this might sound a little, you know, uh, self-serving. I don't know. Like really being able to use our voice and bringing mm-hmm. other women's stories to our listeners and to the world and and make it even a greater impact. Yeah, I love that. You know, I I see and I see that 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 vehicle that we offer taking us to um, places that, you know, you and I right today couldn't dream is going to happen. Yeah, I love that. I, I think about, you know, the transition that I've made in the last decade was all about me finding my voice you know, that had been so buried and hidden. Mm-hmm. And and I think of that it's just such a beautiful destiny to to think about empowering other women and their voices and showing the value, you know, that they're they're all so important. Like you know, let's let's raise them to the top and showcase them and celebrate them. I think that's wonderful. Raising raising awareness about the things that we talk about and think about, you know, mm-hmm. um, for just just being able to uh, be in somebody's car while they're listening to us, and for our listeners to go, yes, that's exactly what I feel like, or for them to say, I'm not alone, mm-hmm. or you know, or them then to to seek out uh, the a resource that we brought onto the uh, show is mm-hmm. is so fulfilling to me. It's like, you know, I I want to do this until I can't talk anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, when I go to parties, people are like, can she shut up? (laughs) And I tell them that I only know how to speak in 52 minute segments. (laughs) I don't know how to talk shorter. You know, how does that work? It's, it's a, it's a killer. They, they like, they don't like it. They're like, they're, they're gone. So (laughs) I guess I, maybe if I had spent more time in like, you know, traditional television and I could like learn to speak in three and a half minute segments before the break comes. Oh, it's like 52 seconds. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Uh, Like a minute 10, a minute 10 is what we always used to have to really crap and cram it, not crap. Crap. A little, Crap. little, 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 little Freudian slip there. there. Cram it into like a minute, ten, minute, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. To get and then before the commercial break. Well, I mean, that was the, each story was like a minute fifteen. I used to get so then, frustrated yeah. at the Day Day Show. Liza. Mm-hmm. like I, I went through an era in my life where I liked watching that. And um, I was, forgive you. I, I'm, I, I'm trying. <laughs> no I'm judgment. working on forgiving myself. Okay, but I, I remember being frustrated because it was like we're just finally getting into something, and they'd be like, wrap, wrap, wrap it up, and they'd be cutting every valid thing short. You know? That's because the cooking segments are always at the end. Oh, and so your cooking see. segments are always cut was, short. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's where like, the time, that's the yeah. flex time there at the very end. Oh, so man. always cut it. Yeah. Well, you just came back from Denise. I did. Uh, a, uh, a whirlwind of a weekend. Oh I, I was gosh. concerned you weren't going to be able to make it back with our weather, but 
Oh no, the, the planes were flying. Plane, I mean, okay, good. Well, good. yeah, it was great. I had to leave that seventy degree weather in Phoenix. <laughs> it was awesome. Come home in a <laughs> well, storm. Oh, you know, what was it? Five to seven inches here. You know, yeah, like that. you know. And I parked in the the outdoor lot, which was great because it was less expensive. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably didn't have your your uh, ice scraper with you. I did have my ice scraper, oh, but good. I didn't have a coat. Oh, no. Because I was going to 70 degrees, 60 degrees. So I took a sweater. It took like a heavy sweater. But now I know, like a little travel trick I will pass along. I'm just going to put a coat in my car. There you go. Yeah. So I don't have to carry that it with me. Sense. But I was going to take a parka with me to Phoenix. But so even that coat would be cold when you put it on. But it, it could warm it up car. fast. But yeah. it would have been better than, I mean, what I was fine because the wind wasn't blowing. But like, yeah, that's my new little so tip what and trick creative, there. <laughs> what creative things have you used to shovel out your car in the past? Like to scrape off the windows? Clipboard. Oh, a clipboard, yeah. Producer clipboard, yeah. Okay. I've used CDs, like CD yeah. covers. Okay. Of course, now that people aren't traveling with CDs in their car, you know. I uh, I saw something one time that I thought was a brilliant suggestion, and I've done this since then. Prior to this, a snowstorm or an ice storm, if we know it's coming, right, if, you're, if you know— we go out and we put um, trash bags on our windshields oh, and, co- yes. and and also make sure that the windshield wiper is up because <sighs> that way it won't get frozen to your wind, windshield. So William nice. and I went out there with our trash bags. Or you might have a tarp if you have a tarp. You can use yeah. that just to cover the windshield. And then when it comes time, you just pull it back and you pull it all off and it's easy peasy. There's actually a product for that, but I like yours, your idea better because it's so much it's easier. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. <laughs> Grab a trash bag. I got those. Yeah. <laughs> and you could probably even work it so if you were going to be at an airport parking lot where you, it, it's part of it, you get a couple, right? And mm-hmm. then you close it into your door. So well, that, Right. So you do right? close it in your door, yeah. but then uh, I do have to brag on my uh, innovative son. He grabbed the lint roller and tore off pieces of the tape and from the lint roller that he keeps in the jeep and taped it you know together so that the two pieces of trash bag were together and then on the on the uh on the car and in my new car i I, you know the way it's designed i can't just fold it into the car door um so i i definitely use the um the lint roller tape but, Amazing! That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So, so I that's pretty much what I've done since that one time back in band camp when I learned hey. about it. Yeah. So your emergency <laughs> kit in your car, you need to have trash bags and a lint roller. Yes. Yes. And a coat. Yes. Well, you don't need the coat. Well, no, you should have you if should? you're if you're going to travel to a warm climate right. yeah. and you are going to come back to a cold climate, having a coat in your car is definitely a, a brilliant idea. So I am so excited to hear about this trip because you went to Christmas camp and I I wanted was so jealous. bad to go. I she know. was jealous. I know. I, was, I wasn't jealous. I wanted to go. But I, jealous in, in means that like I had some like Mm, right. I was Did just, you know Denise is exactly. at Christmas camp? I was really happy we you just, went. Can we just talk about Denise being at Christmas camp and I'm not at Christmas camp? But I love— I, It I, wasn't like that I hope all. that I can go in the future. <laughs> but we had a wonderful conversation on Facebook Live event with the creator of Christmas camp, which spun out of— um, a movie that was written for Hallmark mm-hmm. that then became a book and, and has now become a whole 
big thing. It's, yeah, I mean, she is, she's remarkable. I mean, she is bringing this thing to life. So you can basically star in your own Hallmark movie, essentially. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was a bunch of, it was held at the Phoenician Resort in Phoenix, which is an amazing five diamond property, you know, just like set up in Camelback Mountain. I've been it's been there. So it's peaceful. amazing. Oh, you have. Yeah. It is. And they've just done a giant renovation. So it's like a whole different place even from when I lived there. So, um, but Any yeah. friend's name is Karen. Karen. Oh, sorry. Karen Shaler. Yes. Okay. Screenwriter, writer, um, Emmy award winning journalist. It's yeah. I mean, a, she's really a, a powerhouse. A really cool person. And a joyful person. Oh my God. Yeah. She like lives and breathes Christmas. I mean, yeah. when we were both in New York together, she had a Christmas, she had Christmas decorations up year round in her apartment. Wow. Year round. I love that. I love being <laughs> able to own that yeah. because, um, so truth be told, you're not alone. I'm right. Exactly. Like I, I have one Christmas tree that's been up for the last, last year. year. Yeah. For a whole year now. And I just I, have one Christmas tree. <laughs> Emily has one of Christmas, many well, Christmas Well, you know, right. You know, at our current state, so, you know, we're recording a few weeks before this comes out. I still only have the one. But I, um, you know, I will have more than one before this weekend is okay. up. Um, I usually have somewhere in the neighborhood of three to four trees. I think this year it's just going to be the two. Mm, gosh. But, <laughs> it's a down year. It's a decade. It's the end, end of, of the a decade. decade. I, you, thing, know, you know, yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have nearly the energy that I had 10 years ago I, when I did my Christmas trees. My, my, set, my tree that I'm putting up is going to be my aluminum tree. For yes. a couple of reasons. Yes. One, it's the 60th anniversary of the aluminum tree. Did not know that. Yes. The big story in the Washington Post mm -hmm. over the week. Yeah, over the weekend. So we've got to honor that. And um, it's is it's, it silver? It's silver. Oh yeah, we it's, had one of those a, growing up. Same. Is this is like, the color wheel. Oh yeah. Oh, fantastic. And this is legitimate. Same. This is front. This this one is like 60 years old. This is a really the tree I have. You know. So I'm putting that up, and a lot of the ornaments that go on that tree are the most nostalgic of the ornaments I have. So it kind of fits everything. Yeah. So, um, and it's also way easier to put <laughs> up. So that's that's the one. So mm -hmm. so you're a bit more efficient as you as you've aged in this decade. It's like I, I think I want to take the one that means the most and is easiest to put up. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we stopped you. Oh. A third of the way into your description of your weekend at Christmas camp. That's okay. Yeah. No, it was um it was crazy, but it was fun. It was really cool to see um all of these people. I think she had about two hundred and fifty come through. It was over two weekends. Oh my gosh. More than two weekends. I mean, it was like the fifth through the seventh and like I don't know, like the twelfth yeah. through the fifteenth. Yeah. So I mean like it was ongoing. It wasn't just over two days. It was sort of like a Thursday through a Monday. But like I was there for the majority of the people rolling through. And like 250 people were Mainly so women. excited. Mainly women, yeah. Okay. And but just all generations, right? All generations. Um, before I got there, there was like a, like a bunch of young girls that were like in their 20s that mm. were just, you know, enjoying all of the Christmas spirit. Isn't that fun? When I was there, it was um, a little bit more older crowd but like mothers and daughters and like husbands and wives and couples that came together and they were just all so excited to like share this Christmas experience and they were 
It was lovely. It really was. So, I felt like Julie, the cruise director for a minute, because oh, I was just like, hi, welcome. Come on in. You know, <laughs> and the Phoenician had wonderful people that were helping with that. But there were just so many people that. Is that the entire occupancy of the Phoenician? Oh, and no, I don't think so. No. Yeah. yeah. And some were locals that would just come in for the day. You know, and leave. so did they um, bake cookies? Did they make crafts? Did they listen to Christmas carols? Yes. No, uh, um, a lot of that. Yeah, so they had um, a cookie decorating class, but it was not um, like the participants weren't doing anything super elaborate. The whole idea was basically, I think the line is um, disconnect to reconnect. You know, okay. and so like, don't waste all your time or spend all your time trying to make the perfect Martha Stewart cookie. Mm-hmm. Just cut some corners, use, you know, Karen shared her grandmother's, you know, sugar cookie recipe. And then it's get the canned frosting, you know? Uh, Yeah. And, you know, like just spend the time together making those cookies or decorating those cookies. And so there was cookie decorating, there was craft making, there was um, like entertaining. So there was like a cheese board sort of uh, session that was great. There was a wine tasting session. Do you remember any of that? No, no, that was no. <laughs> Thankfully, there are pictures. <laughs> there are, yeah, I was shooting videos. So actually, yeah, I know some of that. I do remember most of that, of course. Um, and then cocktails as well. So, and I think they, we watched, not I think, we did watch the Christmas Camp movie. And I think there were some other sessions that perhaps stargazing after I left, they did stargazing. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it was really, really pretty remarkable to to experience oh, it. Great. Yeah. What a What a fabulous, like, um, ability to take an idea and then make it real for people. Like, okay, so they, they many of them had seen the movie mm-hmm. and then, like you said, you get to live in your own Hallmark movie. What a, what a, what a neat um, transformation of people's lives. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Karen's as well, you know? Absolutely, for her to see, like, her dream and vision come to life, you know? Yeah. Because she is so much, like, just a Christmas. Today is her birthday, by the way. Oh, Ooh, my I just goodness. dated this episode, but... That's okay. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Karen. Oh, how wonderful. Cheers to her. Yeah. Um, so do you think she'll do this again next year at other places? Yeah, um, the plan is to continue to do it and, you know, kind of just explore options of of where um, because you know you don't want to limit it to just one particular section Venue. of the country yeah. you know there may yeah. be other options outside of the southwest you know, you know I would love to travel to Austria or you oh know? she would be all over that <laughs> oh my gosh yes. yeah I mean I gosh okay so looking on Instagram and seeing some of the photos of like these Christmas markets and so forth yeah. that are in Austria and Germany and you know all of these oh, it's a I, different yeah. world. But, you know, you could travel up to Chicago and see the Christmas market I've up there. Done if, that. Oh, well, okay. I've done that a lot. Well, no, I've not done that. Is it? I mean, yeah, I mean, is it's it nice. I mean, it's, yeah, it's nice. But I'm just saying, if you can't get to Europe, right. the yeah. closest, because I don't think we have one in St. Louis. No. Sad face. <laughs> Sad face emojis <laughs> around here. Something for the new decade. Put that on your list. You know, yeah, Toronto or Montreal, do you think they would have? I bet they oh, have them. I, and I that's not that far of a drive. Or I'm not sure. It would be. Flight. Flight. <laughs> Two-hour flight. There's a t- there just could be some small planes to Toronto. Trust so, me. Denise, you have not shared mm. what's yeah. happening for you. Oh, in 2020. That's a great question. I have... Um, on my episode, I talked about the Good News Network, yeah. right? Um, so actually, I took a hiatus from that for a bit, and I'm really looking forward to diving back into that with a slightly different 
um, angle, but I still mm-hmm. want to do like the video and showcase St. Louis in an amazing light because we all know it's a fantastic city. Uh, and then actually broaden that out a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not the only city that's amazing, right? Yeah. Well, we're I mean, the we're, we're, we're up there. We're up there. We're <laughs> we way are up there. Top five. Yeah. Easy top five. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's like a big, I think a big priority for me, you know, and then also just kind of putting myself first a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I love it. I've what do you mean by like, theme. you know, put yourself first? Uh, I tend to get super excited about like everyone's projects and I want to help mm-hmm. and, um, and I'm happy to do that, but I have to limit where I'm, where I'm placing that attention, you know, yeah. because I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, you're a great person. Let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh wait, when, who's helping me? Nobody's helping me. <laughs> yeah. I need to help me. You right. know? Yeah. And so like just kind of, you know, doing, doing more of that and, you know, also maybe creating a little bit more balance and, you know, yeah. 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 No, I think that's something that women struggle with uh, universally about well, we're how givers, to- you know, we, we are where we, we want to take care of people. And I, I think that that's a, definitely a common problem that we have. Yeah. And, yeah. and hopefully in 2020 we or and 2021, in the next decade, that we will all kind of get better at, you know, being selective. Yeah. Exactly. It's the yeah. balance, like you mentioned, Denise, like. You know, one of the things that we started in season three was we added conversations with men. <gasps> That's right. You know, the B side. Yeah. And uh, what I have really enjoyed about our conversations is that these, the men that we have had our conversations with and intend to have conversations with are deliberately curated. You know, we... Um, we definitely find them interesting. We find that their points of view, mm-hmm. uh, their experience is something that's beneficial for everybody to hear. They're they're open minded. They're feminists. They're they believe they're in supportive. what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And so and- I look forward to you know having every season you know a, f- a few episodes that are on the B side and um, you know and, I agree. And, and being able to add just a little different flavor to to what we've been. Mm-hmm. Get what been doing with our podcast. I think that's important too. You know, I mean, you can't perspective like that was a big word. Like I feel like words sort of follow me from year to year. And 2017, 2018, it was perspective, and this year I think it was progress or pro- progress. You like the p words? I evidently, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just this thing just started happening since I moved to St. Louis. I like so. the w words: wine, yeah, wander. <laughs> <laughs> but I think those B-side conversations do add just a different element of perspective. You know, we can get lost in our own worlds, you know, right? Yeah. And I mean, obviously, we as women do have struggles that we have to overcome that men can't understand. But also maybe seeing their perspective is is valuable, you know, mm-hmm. to yeah to learning, right? And it's all about learning and growing. And um, one of the things that's been cool about the show and the podcast is that we never— we find guests in some of the most unlikely places, you know, where you're just like, whoa, you need to be. I Every need- day, like some random conversation happens. Right. Like, and and well, Emily's going to send a text. Uh, are you <laughs> are you free tomorrow to, t- to interview this person? Because we need to have them on our show. Yeah. Or it'll be like, you know, a, a friend that we've had in our lives for so long. And we're like, you've got a fabulous story. And we really want to share that, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So, 
and and we haven't we haven't had to go search for a guest. Mm-hmm. You know, they keep we find each other. You know, and that's been yeah. that's been an, an amazing experience. And we had we had a, a guest from season two, Isabel. Raymond, who mm-hmm. we ran into at another event for another guest of season two. And I love Isabel's line. She said, you guys are so lucky because you can pick your friends, you know, because everybody we talk to, if they're not a friend before they come on the show, they, become friends. they are a friend yeah. by the time they leave. And, uh, and I was like, we are blessed, mm-hmm. you know, that we have that ability and um, that opportunity. And don't you love... The, our female relationships. I mean, we've, I, 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 you know, as a young person, I remember, um, you know, there's, there's always a little bit of a competition with young women, or at least when I was younger, it felt like that. And now it's, that's just so not the case. It's like, whatever we can do to like, just help be a part of each other's team, you know, right, and right. is amazing. And I just, I, I cherish my female relationship yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that beauty come, the beautiful understanding of our, our female friendships does come with, uh, with age, Yeah, you know, and, um, and if we can suggest to our younger listeners <laughs> to um, embrace those female friendships that you have now, you're In going a deeper to be, way, right? Yeah, be vulnerable right. with each other. You're going to be even more blessed and more yeah. fulfilled in your life as you continue on through the decade. And be selective too. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. to be friends with everyone. You know what I mean? Good I just, point. I mean, I think like I look back at my life and, you know, like I'm now at a place where when you mentioned like choosing your friends, like because I packed up and moved across the country, I've had that opportunity several times, but I don't feel like I've actually really ever done it until I got to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like every other place, it was sort of like, oh, you just became friends with the people that you worked with, yep. you know, and like- Or you be- went to school with or, yeah. Right, like they were sort of thrown in your was path. That, was, they went to church with, you know. Yeah, you had some common sort of bond. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, young women that are listening, you know, it's okay. I mean, I'm not saying like, Go be mean to somebody and tell them they're not your friend anymore, you know, but, you know, it's okay to kind of let them go and go to the ones that you really gravitate toward that you do have those soul connections with. I think that's important. That you feel safe to be like, oh, my God, I'm having a really hard time. Yeah. You know, um, like I'm a train wreck today. Like, I'm going to let you see that, you know, that's okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Wow. Well, 2020, 2021, the next 10 years is going to be fantastic. I, I can feel it. I um, can too, yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of great things um, out there for you, me, you, Denise, all of us, clearly speaking, Sam, yeah. our audio engineer. Um, <laughs> you know, pump in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think it's because we have a very good mix and it's, and it's true and it's authentic and it's genuine. And as long as you, as long as we continue to be genuine, allow, you know, real people into our lives, have real conversations, um, you know, only good things are going to happen to happen for us and to us, you know, that's, that's how I feel like in my gut. And um, I mean, I've done no research on it. That's just exactly how I feel. <laughs> no research needed. I, I think that's eloquent. I think that's perfect. I think that's a perfect sentiment for us to end on here. I yeah, think I would say was, I would say thank you to twenty yeah. the last decade mm-hmm. yeah. for everything that you know 
that was a given, um, overcome, provided the lessons, the lessons, <laughs> the, you know, yes. the challenges, the challenge, you know, all of that. You know, thank you, thank you so much for richness it's mm. added to my life and to our lives and hopefully our listeners' lives. And then you know, I'm looking forward to taking this, you know, this this next decade and the journey that comes with really amazing people by my side. Yeah. And Cheers our listeners. So yeah. um yeah, thank you so much for listening to us and being the being a part of us for our you know, the last two years of this decade. And hopefully nice. you'll stick with us for the next several decades because I don't think we're done talking. <laughs> Definitely even not. When even <laughs> when we're old and we start talking about the best well, Michelle, what pair what 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 pair of depends does this oh, pa- this wine say I, get over here? I want the big light panties that <laughs> yeah. come up to my boobs. <laughs> You know, this one reminds me of a very super absorbent <laughs> pair of the pens back and back from you know twenty 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 two. That was that was such oh, a good but year. These are the seamless kind of depends. You know, you're not gonna be able to. You know, I can wear this and nobody knows at the nursing home that I've got these on. I'm still a very sexy lady driving around in my wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, aren't you excited, Denise? About I you am. Have to yes, look forward let's to do it. Anyway, oh, thanks, All ladies. Right. Thank you so much. And Thank here's you. to uh, Happy here's to New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Decade. New Decade. New decade.